1: Located in Clear Lake in Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, how are you today? It's great to be with you. And today I'm actually really super excited about this show because this is something that I've wanted to do for quite some time. It's the beginning of 2023. And, you know, over the course of a year's time, I get a tremendous number of emails from many of you as listeners, and of course, I know that this is a 30-minute program, but I wanted to take some time to go through some of these questions and just kind of reiterate, these are questions that never made it onto the radio show last year in 2022, and yet, even though I've personally responded back to these Folks, I thought that, you know what, it may be gratifying. It may be a learning experience for you. You may find yourself in a similar situation to these individuals. And so let's just take a little bit of time today and learn together. Now, if you've been listening to this radio show for some time and you've got a burning question, I encourage you go to our website, johnsonwim.com as in wealthincomemanagement.com, where you will be able to email us whatever questions that you have. I try to, from time to time, pick out a question and throw it into a radio show if I think that it fits with the discussion and the topic of the day. But certainly, if you send us a question, and it's something that I know that I can explicitly answer for you, and I can help give you a little bit of guidance, I'm willing to do that. So go ahead, go to our website, johnsonwim.com, and you'll be able to see previous radio shows. You'll be able to see TV interviews as well as our weekly YouTube videos that I record each week. And you'll be able to reach out to us personally. Believe it or not, we are human beings, and we do look at our email. It is something that is a part of our daily life. Well, let's get into it. We've got some news kind of up front. The good news is we saw that inflation abated a little bit. So are we over? Is it safe to come outdoors yet? Well, it is getting safer, as you could put it, but it is still not where the Federal Reserve wants those interest rates. And that really is kind of a good segue into the first question that came from a lady by the name of Judith. Now, many of these people, they send me an email and I don't know much about them. I don't have context about them or their situation unless they include it in the email. But Judith goes on to tell me that she is on a fixed income, that she pays rent, that she has Social Security and pension income and does not have any money in stocks. But she does have CD money and she has several whole life life insurance policies with premiums. And she wants to know what she can do with that, given the cost of living is getting more expensive for her. Well, the first thing is, is that I really sympathize with Judith, because if we think about what rents did in 2021 rent, for those of you that do rent, whether it's a condo, whether it's a rental home, an apartment complex, rentals went through the roof in 2021. We saw over a 15% increase to rent in 2021. And in 2022, it just compounded the seriousness and the problem, adding another 6.2% on top of that. So think about that for just a moment. We're talking over 21% inflation to rent. And if you're like Judith and you're on a fixed income, you've got Social Security, you've got a pension. Most pensions don't have cost of living adjustments. So what that means is that if you started out receiving, say, $2,000 a month from your pension or more or less, it doesn't really matter, that amount of monthly income is going to continue to stay static. It's not going to increase. Now, Social Security, thankfully, has seen some increases over the course of the last two to three years, and that's good. It's something that all of those that are on Social Security that have worked hard and paid into the system deserve to be receiving. But here's Judith, and she's feeling the pinch, as all of us are, because cost of living is going up. Insurance premiums are going up. Medicine is going up. Everything around us is going up. So I think that Judith's thrust here is about what does she do about her CD money? What does she do about these whole life life insurance policies that has premiums that she's having to pay? So let's deal with upfront the life insurance. The first thing is that she remarks that she has several by making them plural. I have several life insurance policies. Well, several could be three or more. And so we don't know the size of these, but we do know that the thrust of her question is that she's paying these premiums and she doesn't know what to do. Well, for those of you that have whole life life insurance policies, there's a number of different things that I would draw to your attention. First of all, not all whole life policies are what we call participating. In other words, they pay dividends. But those that do, you have a couple of options That are likely available to you, but you do have to either talk to your agent or you have to talk to the company in which holds and insures you for that policy. And the reality is, is that we can sometimes take our dividend that is paid annually by the company, if it is a participating policy, and we can ask them to change that dividend option to reduce our premium. So to give you an example, let's say that you have a $300 dividend and you have a $250 premium. Well, the dividend is obviously bigger than the premium. And so by switching to the option in which the dividend is applied towards the premium, it eliminates the premium for you. And in my example, you would still have $50 left over and you can use the excess dividend, the excess $50 that's above and beyond the premium to buy what's called paid-up additional insurance. And these PUAs or paid-up additional pieces of insurance is something that creates an increased death benefit for you. So that is one option. The second option for Judy is that she could go ahead and she could actually ask the company to take what's called a reduce paid-up policy. This is basically where she's exchanging the cash value for a policy that has no premiums And a policy that has absolutely fixed death benefit. So this way, if she's got, we'll say $10,000 worth of cash value, she could exchange that $10,000 of cash value for maybe a $16,000 life insurance death benefit on that policy. The death benefit is fixed for life. It's something that's guaranteed and she doesn't have to pay any premiums. So... What about the CDs? Well, this question was posted to me earlier in 2022. And, you know, it really didn't feel like CDs were catching much momentum from the Fed's raising interest rate until just lately, I would say maybe the last, I don't know, four months of 2022. So for Judy, if she has CD money, no question, she's got an opportunity to be able to take and. Maybe replace those CDs that have been earning her a much lower rate of interest and replace them with higher paying interest rate CDs. CDs are now starting to get into that 4% mark. Many banks are offering 4%. I see it here and there. And this is something that's extremely important to remember. Remember that banks are not the only institutions that have fixed interest investments. In other words, there is government bonds that are able to pay you contractual fixed interest. They are insured by the government. Therefore, they are considered to be safe and insured. Your principal is going to be there plus interest. Another thing that you may want to think about as an alternative is what's called fixed interest annuities. Fixed interest annuities are like a CD. They're very plain. They're very vanilla, just like a CD. They have no cost, just like a CD, but they come from insurance companies instead of banks. And right now, interest rates in the fixed interest annuity market is above 5%. I'm seeing five and a quarter. I'm seeing 5.4%. That's about the range that we're seeing right now. And think about it with CDs. Generally speaking, they're very short term, generally. So if she goes ahead and she renews a CD and maybe she's able to lock in 4%, my concern for Judy is that she may only get 13 months at 4%, but if she were able to do something like in a fixed interest annuity, she may be able to lock in over 5% and lock that in for a period of, say, five years. So it's a longer duration, it's a higher rate of interest, and she's able to take income and penalty-free withdrawals from annuities like that. So hopefully that is helpful to you if you find yourself in a position, you've got a fixed income, you're feeling the squeeze of all of the cost of living going up for you, But yet you realize that there are some things that you're paying money for. You really want to do your due diligence to look into it to see if there's ways that you can potentially stop paying premiums like Judy and her whole life life insurance policies. If you have working capital and it's not working, CD rates are still low on the CDs that you have. Talk to your bank. Talk to a fiduciary, someone who can potentially show you alternatives to those CDs that will give you a bigger and longer rate of interest that would be able to benefit you as you continue in retirement. So if you're thinking, yeah, that makes sense, or you have questions about our discussion today, I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866 290 that's eight six six two nine zero three eight three seven. The next question is going to be coming from Kelly. And this one, we're probably going to get it cut off by a break. But Kelly asked, what if I get a few years into retirement and I discover that I need more income than I thought? Well, Kelly, let me say this without joking at all. Welcome to the world of retirement. This is what happens pretty frequently to retirees. Simply because before we retire, we kind of have a general idea, general census of what it's going to cost us when we do retire. We have the things that are in our life today and we can say, okay, well, going forward, the utility bill is going to be this and my medicine is going to be that and my insurance premiums is going to be that. But here's the thing. When we retire, we have one thing on our hands more than anything else. And if you're a longtime listener to the show, you know what the answer is. It is time. Time is one thing that you're going to have on your hands more than anything else. And so you're going to find ways to fill that time. And for many people, filling that time means you're going to be spending money. So in other words, you may be taking more trips. You may be going out to dinner more often. You may be golfing a little bit more. As a result, that time is going to be filled, but it's going to require income in order to do that. So she's got a very honest question here. What if I get into retirement and I find myself needing more income? Well, we're coming to our break. Sit tight. We're going to come back with an answer or answers for Kelly. This is the
0: Capitalized Life for Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Do you understand the difference between investing for growth and investing for income? That's okay. Most folks don't. Investing for growth is your typical Wall Street portfolio full of various stocks and mutual funds. The problem is, in order to physically obtain any real money that you can use for your day-to-day expenses, you have to sell them, which means you don't own them anymore. So now you either have far less to generate that growth, or worse yet, You don't have anything left to create more growth for next month's expenses. On the other side of the coin, when you invest for income, your hard-earned retirement dollars are invested in products that may provide cash put directly into your bank account month after month to help provide for your retirement. For your free, no-obligation, growth versus income information kit, call 866-290-3837. To learn how to transform your high-risk, big-fee Wall Street growth portfolio into an income-generating retirement plan, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Or visit JohnsonWIM.com. That's JohnsonWIM.com. Time now for more of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.
1: And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source, located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, today, if you're just joining our program, welcome to you. We're taking a little bit of time to look at some of the questions that were fielded to us through our website, johnsonwim.com, last year in 2022. And these are questions that were fielded to me. I responded back to the individual, but these questions were never actually a part of any of the radio shows last year. So I just thought looking through these questions, these were good ones and they may be helpful to you. Now, before our break, we ended the first half of the program with a question from Kelly suggesting what if she gets into retirement and she finds out that she needs more income than what she thought? Well, Kelly, again, As I said before, you know, welcome to retirement. This is what happens to many people because once they get into retirement, they realize that they've got more time and they find things to do to fill that time. And those things, generally speaking, cost money. So we want to be mentally prepared for this part of retirement. And we want to be thinking about not necessarily All the various facets of what you could do, but rather you want to be thinking about what you could do with your money to make certain that you were covered for income production. You know, what I find is that many wealthy, successful individuals understand the cash flow rule. If you ever read the book by Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and he talks about the cash flow quadrant. You know, the reason that he is what he is today is because he realized that everything that he owns, everything that he invests money in should be creating income. And so when we think about things like, for instance, Bitcoin, you know, for 2022, Bitcoin was down or is down 35 percent. Now, it's starting to come back, of course. But from a year ago, it's down 35 percent. That's not a great inflation hedge. Bitcoin doesn't create Income, or at least not a lot of income, not nearly as much as what you're going to need when you retire. You think about gold. You know, we've been conditioned to believe and we've heard from those that sell gold that gold is a great inflation hedge. But yet when we look at gold, gold hit a high in March of 2022. And then in November of 2022, it was down by 20%. And for the year of 2022, finished flat. We've been told that the stock market is great inflation hedge. So that's the reason we all need money in the stock market. And yet you look at where the S&P ended at the end of the year and it's down 20% and yet inflation is up. So we need to consider that when we're in the accumulation phase of our life and we're working and we're putting money into things, we want to be focused on the growth part of the equation. Remember the equation TR equals I plus G. Total return equals income plus growth. So when we're young, we want to focus on the G. But as we get nearer to retirement, it is vital that we begin to transition our money from things that are growth-based to things that are income-producing. In other words, if you want income, you have to invest for income. And when you're sitting in things like, say, mutual funds, index funds, that sort of thing, it's very difficult at best to be able to produce the 4% in cash flow that you need in retirement. In fact, this is the reason why people run out of money, because they're taking and they're holding growth-based investments in the distribution stage of their life. And if they need income because the dividend off from the mutual fund isn't enough, Maybe it's only producing a percent and a quarter, percent and a half, but they need more than that. They have to end up selling shares. So this is where we have to begin to really pay attention to how our money is invested and begin to redirect our money into things that are more contractual, things that are going to be able to produce for you the 4%, the 5%, the 6% or more in real interest, real dividends. And it doesn't take a lot. You know, if individuals have a real affection for stocks, great, that's fine. But owning the stock individually is going to be far more superior to owning the stock via a mutual fund. Because if you own it individually, you're going to be able to begin to be the recipient of the shareholder dividend. You'll get 100% of that dividend as the shareholder. This is the reason why when investors come to me. And they hire me as a fiduciary, but they want a percentage of their money in equities. We look at individual equities if we can, because we want to be able to get that four, four and a half percent dividend from those individual stocks. So if you find yourself in retirement and realizing you need more income, you really need to focus on what am I investing my money in? And is it simply Just sitting there as a duck riding the water level up or down? Or is it actually producing the kind of income that I need? So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense. Or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. My staff will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value to you. And we'll email them to you or we'll mail them if you prefer. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. Question number three comes from a gentleman by the name of Ross. And I love this question because it was a very thoughtful, genuine question. Very down to earth. He says, We'll be retiring in a year and a half. I've never had IRAs, only 401ks. I hear about rollovers from co-workers. What are they? Will they be taxable? What are the benefits? Well, Ross, great question. And yes, the reality is, is that if you do not have IRAs, and all you've ever had is 401ks from previous employers, I really encourage you to begin to better research and educate yourself on the individual retirement account because you've got an opportunity to go from something that is actually quite cookie cutter, that's designed for growth, not income, and consolidate those dollars together and roll them into an IRA. And here's the big deal, roll them totally tax-free. So if you have money in 401ks, you want to be able to understand that going from a 401k to an IRA or from a 403b to an IRA is a non-taxable thing. Now, the reason that I say that 401ks and 403bs are cookie cutter is because remember they're designed to serve the masses. So for the most part, they're going to be designed with mutual funds. And as we've suggested earlier in our program, mutual funds are growth-based tools. But if you're a year and a half away from retirement, you can't afford to be losing your principal to a big stock market loss. Otherwise that can really thwart your idea of retirement. So you want to be able to proactively begin to roll 401ks into IRAs so that now you can actually invest for the preservation of your principal. You can actually reduce your income tax liability. What I mean by that is when we take money, when we take withdrawals from a 401k, we pay 20% mandatory taxes. When we take a withdrawal from an IRA, If we're in the 12% bracket, we get to just pay 12%. So it actually reduces your income tax liability. More importantly than that, you get to invest your IRA dollars the way you want. And if income is your priority in that IRA, now you can begin to implement those income producing assets, those tools, whether it's individual bonds or preferreds or dividend paying common stocks, things that are going to be able to create income for you. This is the reason why your coworkers are talking about it. This is the reason why coworkers don't just walk, but they run to the opportunity of being able to roll from their retirement program from the employer into individual IRAs. It makes a ton of sense. And generally speaking, actually reduces your expenses and your costs as well. The last question quickly is coming from Bill. And Bill's somewhat along the same lines, except he's dealing with Roth conversions. So in this case, Bill, it doesn't sound like he needs the income. He doesn't need an RMD in the future because he has pensions and social security. Doesn't like the idea of more taxes in the future is 64 years of age. Well, Bill, boy, do we have a deal for you because Roth conversions are something that oftentimes people do not pay enough attention to. And obviously you are, you're looking into them, you're educating yourself on them. So what is a Roth conversion? A Roth conversion is taking and transferring money, say, from your left pocket to your right pocket, moving it from the taxable side of your life to the tax-free side of your life. You see, the Roth allows you the ability of having tax-free income and tax-free gains. And not only that, but if you've worked hard to save up a lot of IRAs and you realize that in the future, now we're going to have to take RMDs at the age of 73, which is great. You literally have nine years to begin to chip away at your pre-tax retirement accounts and move them into tax-free Roth. This way you don't have to, you know, transfer huge, tremendous amounts. You can chip away at it. You can break it down into smaller amounts. You will pay the taxes on it and you must wait for four to five years to begin to access the gains off from the amount that you converted. But if you have no need of income, you're simply looking to reduce potential future tax liability. You don't want to have to contend with required minimum distributions. The Roth conversion is a beautiful opportunity for you. And think about what we discuss on this radio program. We talk about income, where income is the king, your principal producing income consistently Every single year through either interest or through dividends. Now think about the power of being able to have a half million, three quarters of a million, a million dollars producing 4%, 5%, 6% or more every single year and have 100% of that income totally tax free. And not only that, but think about what it does for your surviving spouse. You pass away. Now she becomes, say, a single tax filer. She's potentially behind the eight ball. If you leave her with a whole bunch of pre-tax money, you leave her with Roth money and guess what? It's tax-free to her. So it helps future tax liability go even further. Think about future generations. Think about your children. When you die, those children will receive Roth money and it will be totally tax-free to them. So this is something that you've never personally explored And you are like the average individual where the majority of your retirement savings is pre-tax money and you simply have the components as a part of your life where you really don't need to be drawing tremendous amounts from your retirement or maybe anything at all. Kind of like Bill, Roth conversions are something that you definitely want to sit down with a fiduciary and begin to discuss and look at the options for yourself. Well, look at that. 30 minutes has already come and gone. Four questions. I'm glad I was able to actually get to four of them. But hopefully you see that you're not special. In other words, there is lots and lots of people that have similar situations to you, but there's always solutions. Always. I hope you had a wonderful time today like I did. I hope you learned a little something. I encourage you go to our website. Johnson, Wim.com as in wealthincomemanagement.com, where you will be able to email us whatever questions that you have. And it's something that I know that I can explicitly answer for you and I can help give you a little bit of guidance. I'm willing to do that. So go ahead, go to our website, johnsonwim.com. And you'll be able to see previous radio shows. You'll be able to see TV interviews, as well as our weekly YouTube videos that I record each week. And you'll be able to reach out to us personally. Believe it or not, we are human beings and we do look at our email. It is something that is a part of our daily life. And remember, this is Matthew Johnson, president owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. And it's up to you to make today a great day. Thanks so much for listening.
0: That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837.